The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. From your favorite sniffly twins. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I haven't, I honestly haven't had enough time to look, but it's like allergies, sinuses. Someone said there was like a dust thing going on. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but I'm dying this week. And I look like a tragedy. I feel like a tragedy, but yet we're here. Here's the thing. I don't think I've gotten sick this often in like years. I know. And I hate it. Like, I I feel like I'm in a constant state of being a sick little noodle and I don't like it. Oh, why you got to pick on the noodles like that? I feel like. Carbs, what the, what the, what did the carbohydrate do to you, Megan? Uh, what if it was like a rice noodle and something like really boring? I would like a rice noodle. I eat rice noodles. Actually, I love rice noodles. All noodles are beautiful. Yeah, this is fair. Totally fair. Um, we are joined by on food, to be honest with you. So yeah. Speaking of noodles, um, (laughs) awesome man himself is joining us tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, that transition? If, if y'all don't know, well, I'm not going to blow up the spot too much. I'll just say a local restaurant does a pasta night every week. And if you follow Dave, you know which one it is. Yes. Um, and he has this ongoing meme relationship with them. So, you know, that's the pasta man. The owner of the restaurant last night was like, tonight was one of your better efforts. And I was like, the fact that you know who I am and what I post on my Instagram is troubling for my bank account. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a good time. That's actually phenomenal. Hey, it's really fun living in the same neighborhood as your friends until they need a favor from you. And that's how you wind up doing podcasts that you didn't expect to be on. So before we dive into the actual content you guys came here for, for the podcast, I need to make sure that you all are also aware of an ongoing trend that Megan and I have. And the trend (laughs) is Megan texting me on, you know, on well actually it's more like we text each other on like wednesday or most of the time thursday and we're like hey podcast night and i'm like 
yeah, we should get a guest. And I'm like, she's like, we totally should. And I'm like, yeah, I'll plan that for next time. And then she actually texted me on Monday and was like, let's plan ahead. And I was like, thumbs up. And then she texted me on today. She goes, well, it's Thursday. And I was like, yep, here we are again. Should we have the same conversation that we've been having for four weeks? Because I'm down. And that's where you came in. I'm sorry that I just told you you were the backup plan. You think I didn't know that? If you're asking, you're literally like, if you're asking me to do it, that's like our, our big plan fell through and we know you'll probably say yes. Or we didn't have a big plan and we both feel terrible. So come liven us up. That's I'll, I'll give you the pass because you both feel under the weather as long as you don't get me sick. No, I took, I did take a COVID test just to confirm. And then I also took an immunity shot. I just think it's like all the things right now. I was like a hundred percent convinced that I had COVID. Yeah. I'm still not unconvinced. So tomorrow I'm going to take another one, but we'll see. I was like, I haven't gotten it yet. So I'm just like kind of waiting for it to nip me in the butt. Yeah. I'm tempting fate by saying this out loud, but I don't care. Um, I don't have any allergies and I don't get sick. Oh, I like, I don't remember. He's going to get COVID like next week. I don't remember, like, I would say, like, once or First twice. First week on the new job, COVID. That would be the irony of all ironies. Well, I can, fortunately, it's July, and I can do my job from home, so I got that going for me, but. hey I don't, I, I, like, once a year, I, like, maybe get the sniffles when the weather changes, like, in the fall, but, like, I don't remember the last time I was you could have, If you asked me this time last year if I got sick, I'd be like, nope. Look at me this year. I've been sick like five different times. One being the flu. Don't get the flu. That just means you're knocking out like two years of sickness in one sweep. That's all. Well, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was not the package deal we were looking for. Yeah. This isn't a Costco. I was looking for freedom and drinking <laughs> in bars and stuff. Not That's... being sick in my house and not eating pasta. Like um, wrong. Living the... You're missing out on the dream. It was uh chicken tortellini with vodka I sauce last night. Was. Uh, I had I went and got margaritas with an old friend of mine today. Just like I'm living my best life, people. Wow. Just want y'all he's to know. Unemployed for two weeks, so he's really like laying it on thick here. He really I, is. I've never been unemployed while knowing that it was going to expire. Like every other time in my life, I've been unemployed against my will. Um, so have you been unemployed a lot? No, but I've been unemployed a couple of times before. Oh, stuff happens, you know. Um, but not in a while. And when you're unemployed, but also know that you know where your next paycheck is coming from, like that's a pretty great feeling. Where's my dog, by the way? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good deal. He's taken care of. I was like, is he not sitting right next to you? No, I was like, well, we lost the puppy while we were doing this. Um, yeah, no, it it's, I'm happy for you that you are, I had one week of fun employment in between the new job I just started and it was honestly pretty great. It was like, I highly recommend if you can build it into your transitional periods. It's yeah, do that. I mean, for anybody that's thinking about changing jobs, make sure you fight for some time off. It's very, it feels wonderful. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm not sure that like everyone, I'll be honest with you. I went to a Rangers game on Tuesday. And um, I texted Dave, this is the one time this has ever happened to me. And someone actually recognized me and they're like, are you Kelsey Charles? 
And I was like, excuse me, like, did I park my car like a jerk or like, why, what the heck? And then immediately afterwards they were like, where's Dave? Um, so, you know, needless to say, they just, it's a, it's a package deal ish kind of thing as it's with all the people on this show right now. Um, so can you just remind the people the big, massive life transition that you're going through? That's maybe not that massive, but so that the, the, the inner interwebs know if they miss the announcement, the end of an era and the beginning of another. Correct. Uh, I quit my job with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. You got to say it like that. Nine years. I said, this has been, I literally, I said, this has been real. This has been wonderful. Uh, some great memories were made. Some wonderful friendships were established, but it's time for something new. Uh, but the funny thing is like, not a whole lot's changing. I'm going to start as Fox Sports's Cowboys guy in a couple of weeks. Hey, yo. So I'll still be kicking around doing all the same annoying stuff I've always done just for a different company. So yeah, Fox Sports, you can find me there starting very soon. That's super exciting. I'm really, really proud of you just to reiterate. I appreciate that. And it is a sign of my love for y'all that I'm doing your podcast during my two weeks of downtime right before the season starts. Well, one of the things that I am really intrigued about is that I feel like you're going to be, I don't want to give away like a ton of the stuff that you're going to be doing because I think because I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I'm. St- we're working on that. We're working on that. We're. Uh, this is. You know. This is the time for planning and putting game plans together and all that type of stuff. Obviously, Dave is a really great tweeter, right? Like he's an amazing follow. He's got a lot of like, you know, good just energy and all of that. But I want to know, like, you know, just two things. I would like to do like a little bit of like some reflection on the past nine years since we're close to the chapter. Um, and then I also want to know like, you know, fun, interesting, like concepts or storylines that you're kind of looking forward to diving into this upcoming season, because I feel like that's one of the things that I'm personally most excited to hear from, from you is more of like your feature stuff that I feel like you're so amazing at. No, are you saying no to that? You told me you were going to do more of that. No, I absolutely am. I'm just not going to give it away to you right here. Well, I know. <laughs> Like maybe just maybe like some hints. Hey, how about I just throw out great story ideas that I have on a podcast in the summer so that other people can think of them? Okay, fine. no, I'm not doing that. Okay, fine. But I will, yeah, I'm definitely uh that type of stuff. Uh I mean, I'm the the cool thing about this job is and I mean, don't get me wrong, I love working with all the people at DallasCowboys.com, but I'm kind of uh I'm a one man band for the time being. So uh, I'm really being able to sort of decide which way to take things. I think that'll be really fun. That will be really fun. The lone wolf. The lone it me. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It, when did you do any like reflecting back on like your time at the Cowboys? Because like, I know I did some for you. Like, I think it was, I was in this like emo period. I know I was where I was hormonal um, <laughs> right when you were, putting in your, your notice. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like going back to like all of the memories of, you know, times at Cowboys with you, when you, did you have any of those moments at all where you were kind of thinking back and like, I want to hear some of your favorites. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, nine years anywhere, let alone in a job like that cool and that surreal. Um, yeah, I think I spent like the last week, like really reflecting on a lot of that stuff. And it sounds corny, 
I mean, it's a really cool job and you get to go places and meet people that you would never do otherwise. But like the thing that's really the thing that really sticks out to me and that I'll carry with me is just the relationships. I mean, I know I know both of y'all because of my time at the Cowboys, really. I mean, I worked with you, Kelsey, but like I met Megan through a friend of mine at the Cowboys. Um so like I owe a lot to that. I mean, the, you know, I, I spent the last week like hearing from people and like no offense to them, like people that I had forgotten I worked with. Like, we spent two years together from like 2013 to 20. Feel like, oh, my God, how are you? Like, I forgot about all these memories that have been, you know, kind of tucked away in my brain. And then people that I've been all together a lot longer with, like, like you know, freaking Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern. I was going to say Taylor Stern wrapped up your uh, time at the Cowboys pretty well with that montage. Yeah. Didn't she? <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then like the professional memories, obviously too. I mean, getting the to go, documentary, getting to go to Starkville with Dak Prescott, getting to go to Jerry Jones's hall of fame induction, getting to go to his hall of fame after party. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you laugh because you're not going to tell the story I, I, that is not a story that will be told publicly by me that's fair um and hopefully not by you either <laughs> i would never tell that story no it's um, not even a story like we're talking yeah like i mean there's like yeah that's there that's just that's privileged information for correct. like the, the whole company probably feels that way yes um <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, shoot, like just getting to be around the team all the time, getting to like I spent I spent the last week because like OTAs and minicamp were going on. Right. I like I made it a point to try to personally say bye to like all of the long timers that have been there like most of the time that I have. So like Dak, Zeke, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. Zach even signed a football for you, which I thought was so nice. He did. That was very nice of him. And Um, it was like for the record, it was like like from him today like not like Dave being like hey man I'm leaving like which to me personally says like the impact that you have you know the relationships that you've made with the team which is kind of cool like again like you're not going anywhere the people are just excited for you and like that's pretty cool yeah and that's it was it was a funny conversation like to a man all of them like uh I was like I'm, I'm leaving but I'm not leaving actually uh DeMar I told DeMarcus Lawrence and I was like yeah so like I'm leaving but I'm going to a new company, but like, I'll still be around. And he was like, Oh, that's great, man. Or, and then I was like, yeah, but like, I'm still covering the team. And he said, he was like, Oh, so you'll still be asking all them dumbass questions or something. I was <laughs> like, I was like, Oh yeah, trust me. Like that's 100%. not, that's not changing or something like that. Uh, yeah. So it, it was, and it's just, it was weird to reflect, man. Like, you know, Zach Martin's Zach Martin's going to the hall of fame. And I, went to pick him up from the airport the weekend that he got drafted and like thinking about stuff like that is just very surreal that Uh, is really surreal yeah so yeah it was it was very i mean you know me like i would rather die than show any kind of emotion or vulnerability so like (laughs) i held it all in check pretty well but it was definitely a surreal week meg do you have a favorite dave cowboys memory oh on the spot uh <clears throat> I feel like a lot of like training camp memories are fun. Like when you come out to camp, that was a blast. Yeah, I was like, let me count the things. Um, I got to watch him win an Emmy, which was a was made me very proud of him. Um, yeah, I did, this is not what I thought the show would be for anybody. Like, <laughs> That's like David's yearbook. That's <laughs> yeah, like let's stroke Dave's ego for forty minutes. No, but yes, that was a lot of fun. 
that was really um, I like that one I'm trying to think like I feel like a lot of them are like around like training camp like training camp is just like a, such a unique like microcosm of an experience that you just don't even know what to expect until you get there and then you just it doesn't exist anywhere else in my personal opinion yeah it's very much like um I mean, it's literally like summer camp just for a football team instead of, you know, high school kids or middle school kids, whatever. Yeah. Should all go to it. We should all go to it. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember like when I was looking back at my time at Cowboys, like I was like, gosh, I did like the ALS bucket ice bucket challenge with, with (laughs) you know, like all these like random things you just like don't realize are just so unique until you take a step back and you're like oh I'm not gonna be doing that anymore like that's that was my like just so crazy to think about yeah it's I mean it is a very uh it's an incredibly fun place to work that definitely offers you a uh a unique window into a very select world is that the right way to yeah I mean it's just you know you you wind up in a lot of rooms where you never could have dreamed you would be. That's for damn sure. So this is your 10th season covering the team? Yes. Okay, so if let's 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 really lean into the 10 year theme that I'm sure um, <laughs> no one else is going to do, but I'm going to do it for you. Looking back at like juxtaposition like the team then versus now. Like do you feel like <clears throat> like what are some like this just like the 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 biggest changes in your mind? I'm sure this team thought they would have had like 10 million Super Bowls by by now. You know, what's funny is like, or do you feel like it's like same team, different people? No. Well, so things haven't changed. I, I got a take for you, which I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving something away. I should write about this at the new job. Maybe I still will, but like, I really feel like it, things are coming full circle for the Cowboys and not necessarily in a good way. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I got here, they were at the tail end of the Romo era. Like right. we didn't, we didn't really know that at the time, but like, you know, it was pretty obvious that the team wasn't as good as like the 07 and 09 teams that got to the playoffs, the 07 team that should have gone further than it did. Um, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, but, but it was like, man, like they're really, they're really counting on Romo to pick up like a lot of slack here. Like, yeah, he's got Dez and he's got miles Austin, but like, this offensive line is not what it used to be. And the defense doesn't really have a lot of star power. And so Romo, like my, certainly my first year, I mean, that was right in the middle of like that streak of eight and eight seasons where it was like, well, Tony, hope you can figure this out. And I do think, I think this team, this team is better than that. Like this team isn't like that, but you know, they, they've got, they've got star power on both sides of the ball, but like, I just, I look at this team right now and I'm like, man, they, they expect Dak to deliver on that salary. Like, and, and Dak is all of a sudden, what, this is year seven for him. I mean, he's not, he's not a kid anymore. And you look at, you're like, man, this receiver core ain't what it used to be. And this offensive line, hopefully they fixed it, but we don't know that right now. Like this offensive line might be a little bit of a problem spot. Like I said, I think the roster is overall better. Like there's more talent on defense They've got CD lamb. They've still got Zeke like yada, yada, yada. But I was thinking about that the other day where I'm like, man, I can kind of see some parallels here where it's like how far they've come, but maybe not at all. They literally, well, I just think, I think they're at the start of a new cycle. Like they were at the end of the Romo cycle. Dak showed up and kind of kickstarted this new era. 
And now we're transitioning into a phase where it's like, okay, we're not trying to help a young quarterback as much as we can. We are trying to put it on our franchise quarterback. Right. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, at what point yeah. does it become like, I feel like in the, in the final years of the Romo era, it was like a, okay, now we're in a win. You have to win now moment in time. And I actually don't feel like this team is there yet because it feels like <laughs> there's so many question marks that need to be filled, but like how many years down the road do you think it, it, it will be until it becomes one of those situations where you're like, okay, like Dak is no longer, like you just said, like when I mean, he's in what year seven, yeah, which is crazy to me to think. Yeah. I did not realize that. That's what I'm saying. Like time flies when you're having fun, man. Time does I, mean, oh, I, I knew that, but I didn't know that, you know? Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun and when you're waiting for the Cowboys to get over the hump. Oh, so like at what point does that become a narrative? If we're talking about cyclical narratives with this team. Does that one start to reemerge into the conversation? It's starting now. Like sweet. It's and like, again, like, <laughs> Megan, if you guys could see Megan's face right now, and it's I won't take a photo because we're both not feeling great, but I just you know go right ahead. <laughs> you could see this this look on her face of just disdain of like cowboy pure cowboys dismay. It's not like <laughs> I'm not saying like I'm not saying like oh Dak isn't getting any younger, he's running out of time. That's not the case at all. Like that could play for another decade. Um, but I think he's in a situation where like he's being asked to do more with less right now. And again, it's year seven and like, it's easy to imagine all of a sudden it's like, Holy crap. Dak is 33 and they're, you know, if it's not going to happen now, when's it going to happen? I mean, like we're not there yet, but I think we're, we're inching into that phase of his career where it's like, okay, like again, like you're not young anymore. Like time is now, if you're going to, like you're like, I, he is like, he's in the prime of his career right now. Like he's, he's got a few years of his prime to play, but, but now is the time to like, take advantage of that. Well, it's just like what you were saying. It's, it's annoying to notice trends like that, that are like cyclical. Like when people try to bring back low rise jeans or when Kelsey, Kelsey brings back the poof without consulting me. I'm doing um, it right now. Yeah, she's wearing the poof in her hair right now. If you it's don't know, desperation move. <laughs> but like the last thing that I would like to bring back is um, 
we are going to make our quarterback run because we don't trust our offensive line. I don't think they're going to make him run more. I just like in the sense of like carrying the ball, but I do think they are going, yeah. Like I think they're, they're going to need to rely on everyone hounding Jerry for a billion years to like fortify the O-line. And I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. They really need. uh, And I've said this a few times, like, I feel so much better about the Tyler Smith pick than I did in April. I did, he's just, he's a really impressive. Really? Yeah. He's a very impressive guy. I, and I mean, it's, it's early to like, I don't know how good of a player he's going to be, but I'm very impressed by his approach and his demeanor. I think he, for, for a guy who just turned 21, I think he understands being a pro football player, which is half the battle for a young guy. Wow. Um, so I feel better about that, but again, like, but they need it. They need him to be good right away. Cause yeah, like, I mean, yeah. On paper right now, you can't say the offensive line is better than it was last year. Like you're replacing four plus year starters in Lyle Collins and Connor Williams with one guy who's never played in the NFL and one guy in Terrence Steele, who's played two seasons. Like, And Tyron Smith is hurting again. I was going to say, and at this point you just need to, and maybe they'll get lucky this year, but you should enter every season, assuming that you can write Tyron's name on the injury report, at least, you know, three or four weeks. So call me Debbie Downer, but it just feels like we're like losing blood and they're not even, they're just trying to stop the bleeding and not like cauterize the wound. Yeah. They're yeah. I, I think I agree with that, which, but again, I mean, you know, not to, I mean, I think Jerry Jones is an optimist to an insane degree, in my opinion. Like he said, he's the king of spin. He said something after the draft where he was like, "Well, we think, we think we can get a Micah Parsons type of impact from this year's draft class, just like last year." And I was like, "You think you're gonna find a rookie of the year caliber player two years in a row? Like, how often does that happen, man?" Um. So, like, and again, I mean, anything's possible. Maybe Tyler Smith will start playing, and maybe. Sam Williams will be the truth from the get-go, but like, I don't buy that now. And so like looking at it right now, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. This feels like a bandaid. Yeah. But a bandaid, again, a bandaid can turn into a long-term solution real quick. Like when Micah Parsons steps into the lineup and you're like, Oh crap, this guy's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this Terrence Steele guy that we were afraid to put on the field last year is actually a pretty good player all of a sudden. Like, where the hell did that come from? So I'm fine with that being how it shakes out. It's just, you know, a little unsteady going into. Yeah, I just I, I'm with you completely, Meg. I just like it feels like their whole strategy heading into this season is like, well, we worked some magic last year. May, like we can do it again. And I'm like, that doesn't make me feel very good. You're like, that's not a strategy. That's a pipe dream. Right. Like just because, uh, yeah, to use the oil analogy, like just, you know, Jerry Jones worked in oil. Like just because you struck a well last time doesn't mean the next one's going to be a hit too. Okay. So we kind of talked about like cyclical things and, and, th- and themes that we've seen with this team. What's one, another one, and maybe the most important one. I don't have one in mind, but like if you had to pick one that you're like, absolutely not. Do not repeat. Like if, if we could, if we could just, you know, use our hindsight and look back on the Cowboys teams of the past and just say, okay, key learnings. I see where this train is heading and we really need to redirect and we cannot 
do X, Y, Z ever again? Well, it's too late for one of those. Um, oh, no. I, I mean, I thought they learned a very valuable lesson when they sent Dez away in 2018 and didn't really do anything to address it. Oh, and uh, it turns out it wasn't that valuable of a lesson because they did the same thing to Amari Cooper not a whole long time later. Now, I will give them the credit of saying they did a little bit more. They did draft Jalen Tolbert. Um, maybe James Washington can can be good. Um, but that I just I just uh, I'm not over that. I'm not over the idea of sending away a pro bowler when you're when you clearly have a team that's like in a window to like, you know, they're in that conversation. Like maybe they're not as good as the Rams or the Bucks, but like they're certainly good enough to in, win the East and like be in that conversation. And they were like, eh, let's take this very obvious strength of our roster and make it worse. Like I'm still I'm not over that. They're like, bye. I'm not. And, and I get I get it. Like it's there's monetary reasons i think they were i think they were tired of amari's like personality or like his his fit you know you always hear whispers after stuff like that about like oh we need more dogs maybe he wasn't enough of a dog whatever whatever you want to say all i know is he's like a four-time pro bowler well i mean the irony is that he went to the gpo de wound he did. Oh my god i haven't thought about the gpo de wound in forever did you really just what did you just do? It's the dog pound, but they uh, back put up when, signs wrong. Oh, <laughs> back I was the, like, that was not a spoonerization. And, no, it wasn't. But I know it was something. The spoonerization would be the pog down. One of my favorite F-ups um, ever was them mixing up the words of the sign. Yeah, so that, was, that, was, of dog pound. that was back when they couldn't buy a win, too. So it was like... Yeah. It was like as if this franchise wasn't coming. enough. Yay. Which yeah. they're embarrassing for entire other reasons right now. So that's, absolutely. That's their, that's their problem to worry about. RIP. Yeah. Okay. At least he at least Amari can't hurt us when he's there. True. I'm still in pain. I uh, yeah. I, I don't and like you I want to talk know. about the Broncos because Al. Yeah. No. What did what did the Broncos do? Stole my man's. Oh, oh, Randy. Duh. Sorry. Sorry. Randy. Yeah, that's. I will. I mean, Megan's never shopping at Walmart ever again. Literally. Actually, that's not hard because I don't go there anyways. (laughs) I I will say I feel better. I mean, I would have signed Randy. I do think that they will miss Randy, but like, is this? I know. I. Have a really bad habit of just like reopening my wound every time, every chance I get. Which, like, just you know, so people don't think I'm just completely down on everything Cowboys. Like, I do think, I think they did a decent job of fixing the Randy situation. Like, they they spent a high pick on an edge rusher who was a very good college player. Um, your favorite institution, yeah, we don't need to talk about where he played. Um, (laughs) Fowler has potential and, and Dorrance is a good player. Who's still young. Like I think Dorrance just turned 25. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, I thought you were going to say like, and Dorrance is Dorrance. No, like that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to say. Dorrance be Dorrancen. Well, it's funny though. <laughs> Dorrance just be out here Dorrancen. Uh, <laughs> no, it's funny. Like Dorrance is a very good player, especially considering where they found him. You know, they got him in the fourth round, but somebody asked me that the other day, 
somebody was like, you think Dorrance is really going to push for like starter caliber snaps this year? I was like, he damn well better. He's on a, like my expectations change completely when you start, when you sign a, what, like a, however many million dollar deal. I mean, he ain't making Randy money, but he's making good money. Like he, he better be ready to take another step because they need him to. Two things. Only one thing. Is it no two, one comment and one question. I know we say that and we're like, okay, well we paid you. But like, or the team paid you and now you better step up. But then if you think about it, like in terms of like the market, what the market commands. And I know that these aren't the guys that are actually like working against the true like market asking price for like the highest caliber of individuals. But like at the same time, we've talked about how the market works and it's like, okay, the demand sets the market. And so like, you can say all you want that you don't want to pay Dak X amount of money. But if the market's commanding that and that's what he's going to be paid. So like all that to say, is it fair to even have that commentary of like, well, yeah, now he's getting paid like X amount. I expect X from him if that's just what the going rate of the market is. Well, if you don't think a very long winded way of saying a very simple thing, if you're welcome, (laughs) if you don't think he's worth it, if you don't think he's worth it, then don't pay him then. But it's not even worth about that. It's 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 a black and white. It, it almost becomes like a black and white mentality. Like you have to. I get what you're, you don't have to though. Clearly you don't have to, cause they didn't sign Randy. And on top of that. And, and I mean, yeah, there's any number of situations where like, if a team says like, Oh, we just can't make it work really at the end of the day, that means they don't want to make it work. Wow. And on top of that, like, you know, Dorrance didn't set the market or anything. Like he signed a nice, like mid-level type of contract. So I'm not asking him to be DeMarcus Lawrence. I'm just asking him. I basically need him to do what he did last year or maybe a little bit more. Either be a dog or get sent to the Jeepo de Wound. Or Denver, as it turns out. The Jeepo de Wound. Yeah, but he was a dog. So he was. that doesn't, that analogy doesn't work. Still is. RIP. We're Randy fans on this podcast. Big Randy fans. As, if anyone listening didn't know that, Welcome. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm sure that's been established. Then you're not a regular here. <laughs> Everyone's like, Megan, please shut up about Randy. And I'm like, I can't. You're like, unclear, but no. Is that? I wish I could, but I, oh, I can't. Um, all right. Well, uh, do you have, we only have four minutes to wrap up this podcast because there's a very important thing happening <laughs> in four minutes that I realized that I need to figure out how to get access to. So I'm going to. I'm going to need two minutes to get access to said show, which is Southern Charm. I was going to say they're watching Southern Charmed. It's not that serious. It is very serious, actually. I'm very serious about it. I know you are. Me too. It, it's it's I'm, the one real ITV show that I'm almost as serious as Megan. In. Meg's got it. <laughs> you can just go over there if you can't get it on here. Oh, gee, God. I can give you my Peacock TV login. Oh, I love it. I'm going home to watch more of the boys, which I highly recommend for anybody that likes that superhero type of stuff. I would imagine that the the boy that I'm dating is sitting across us in the room. Oh, I already sold Doug on it before we got on. <laughs> I feel like you just soft launched your relationship on our podcast. I did just soft launch. Oh, our relationship. I wasn't. I didn't say it. So you. She said it. You went ahead and said his name, so is you that, really oh, blew the cover. So thanks so much. Sorry. I was trying to do this whole like play it coy. If you were playing it coy, you wouldn't have said anything. Okay, listen. So I don't appreciate you calling it out. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he's sitting in the room and he's mortified. It's okay. Welcome to it. Sorry, Doug. Baby. I, I think, Doug say, like, I think he, 
<laughs> I think he's got a pretty good idea of what he has signed up for by now. So it's fun. Yeah, he's he's the exact opposite of me, which is probably why it works. So anyways, um, any final words on um, what people can look for in your future work? How can we publicize you on our you know on what? our really amazing podcast? I'll I you you will see me when when the time is right. That was very kind of <laughs> see me when the time. Oh, I, I'm How that even you mean? know what I'm enjoying <laughs> I'm enjoying the hell out of like not being visible. And You're like brought us right now. Brought us like I'm walking off and going fishing for oh, a while. Hey, see you when I see you. Look, you guys like I love technology and being present on social media as much as anybody, but like it's pretty kick-ass like unplugging for a little while i would highly recommend I, there's like i don't believe you that you haven't like been on twitter every day oh i didn't i didn't say that i i've been on twitter every single day but like i haven't like first of That's all not unplugging <laughs> it's unplugging compared to my usual life and i like i'll say You're gonna this. Sit and watch the boys with your phone open the entire time that's fine dude i'm telling you you don't have to believe me if you don't want to like y'all asked me to do this show and I immediately was like, I have no idea what's going on with the Cowboys. Like, I really haven't checked in on the team in the last week. Like, I couldn't tell you anything. Isn't like, it great? Yeah, it's freaking awesome. You know, they cut their mini camp short anyway, so who cares? Yeah, but, like, you know, like, I saw a story today where it was some something. It was some story about something Jerry said recently. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't see this. And then I was like, you know what? I, I, it's not my responsibility to care about some it. story about something Jerry said recently. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And he goes, don't care. I didn't I didn't even read it. I was just like, you know what? That'll it'll be there when I start my new job, which is not right now. And then I carried on with my day. I respect been it. going to happy hours been watching tv which like i don't watch a lot of tv been so playing that's with like, my puppy been pet sitting for kelsey wow i do a lot of favors for you same vice versa um yeah so hmm. it's been great catch up I'll on be, stranger things i'll be back in july yeah i need to uh, stranger things is next because july's next week it's not like that's like no. 10 years yeah. i'll, be, I'll back. be back in july i'll see you guys in july whatever well that's... it's like two weeks yeah i dare you to stay off of twitter for a full week I'm going you to stay oh! for like five hours and it was, how did you feel? It's, it's wonderful. But like Twitter is my happy place. Like, so that's fine. Like, I don't, it's just, it's basically take his phone to the river. And I was like, are you, and you know what? It was having a withdrawal. It was incredible. Like, li- dude, that's what I'm talking about. Mego. Like <laughs> I didn't look at my phone once for five hours. Ooh, and yeah. Well, you couldn't. So. My my job in the grand scheme of life is very trivial and I get it. I just talk about football, but like you develop this constant sense of like dread about when the next thing is going to happen. You're yeah. like, oh man, I really hope Dak doesn't sign his deal while I'm at this movie or while I'm having family time or whatever. And on Saturday when we were at the river, I was like, anything could happen and it wouldn't be my problem. And that is like <laughs> the best feeling in the world. Uh, so I am very much enjoying that right now. For a little bit longer. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and you know, I'm going to rest up and I'll be ready to go again in a couple of weeks. It'll be great. Well, and I'll probably, I'll do stranger things next week. Cause I'm going to be done with the boys by like tonight. So I'm proud of you. Is that the conch shell that signifies that the show's over? Yeah, that's me trying to blow on my Dos Equis bottle. Not sponsored. 
unless they want to sponsor me again. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really do appreciate you listening in to this wildly inconsequential episode of today's Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's late June. There ain't a whole lot else to talk about, so hopefully my boyfriend doesn't break up with me after this episode he looks mortified in many ways he's, oh look he's like don't tell anyone we're dating please maybe i'm single again he's gonna, he's gonna make you scrub the last five minutes of the show yeah i'm not going <laughs> um all right guys well thanks for joining us we really do appreciate you tuning in to our show we do greatly enjoy communicating and speaking and yelling into the universe about all the really important things like we did today um you can find us Wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher, we really do appreciate if you would like, rate, review, and subscribe to this episode and show. Also, coming out with us on social media, I'm at Kelsey underscore Charles on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles, and Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Hey, I was going to actually ask you, Dave, are you going to change your Twitter handle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's it going to be? Probably something boring like my name. At Hellman Dave. Are you going to pay the Dave Hellmans to give you your name back? <laughs> I've talked about this. I'm not. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to make I bet you could expense that. I'll add that to the... Uh, Let's send them a cease and desist. I'm adding that. I don't they think... Get, get with the Fox Sports people. They could do that. I I'm, feel like let's, I'd like to bring the heat. I want to be a little yeah. more aggressive in our tactics. It's spicy. Steal your name back. Let's threaten them. I don't. Remote <laughs> Everyone go at Dave Hellman. <laughs> okay. Let's just blow up at Dave Hellman so let's, he can give the real Dave Hellman let's end his the show freaking now. name now. Let's end the show now. Let's <laughs> not do this anymore. All right, guys. Well, Dave, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone the words we like to leave it? Don't, nope. don't let him do that. Don't. Don't. Let me do it. don't. Okay, fine. Don't say it. Megan, let me do it. Meg, please go ahead and say the most important thing we leave everyone with. Dallas forever. Philly for never. Birds are not real. Don't you dare say it, Dave. Do not even say it. (laughs) Goodbye.